power spoiler, but I just saw one of the funniest tweets. The doink? The I've doink in the head was funny. That was not funny. That was not okay. okay. And um, I hate him. Um, I actually hate Omari Hardwick because of uh, this character and this role and the fact that he tried to kiss Beyonce in the mouth. Um, okay, uh, we're back. We're doing this again and again and again. Um, so it's another week of Black Millennial. Is it back um, on another episode of Power? <laughs> but previously, <laughs> that's what it is. On Black Millennial, um, we'll get to actually the the last episode in a second because there's something that I want to talk about. Uh, but let's do some housekeeping. Housekeeping. We just. Um, well, you guys. This is our second take, <laughs> but the first one we determined that when we run through the intro, it's just housekeeping. It's so housekeeping. housekeeping, housekeeping, two knocks, very light. We don't want to wake you up. It's a Sunday morning. We're drinking wine. Period. As the Lord would love. Um. All right. So, uh, first is our sponsored by, uh, which is sponsored by spending the night at your cousin's. Um, Remember when we you also established that, that Jameer is the favorite. <laughs> well no the i am the, i am the favorite we established that like i can't have a favorite cousin because i'm already the favorite of like the in the overall um but we also established that i have at minimum 150 cousins do you remember when you used to ask your cousin to go ask your mom you used to be like all right go ask yeah that's how <laughs> go, yeah that's how you do it. <laughs> go go ask my mom if i can come over and if i can stay over here tonight like after thanksgiving or something Right, because you would be like, because she going to say yes to you, yep. but she going to say no to and me. And then your mom used to be That's like, exactly how. and it's so funny because your brain at ki- as kids are like so stupid because your mom always would be like, have them ask me. Why Why is she not asking me? Right. Or That's how I knew your I- parents would just already know off the mm-hmm. rip, like, as soon as we get here, don't nobody ask if you can spend a night or don't nobody ask I'm if crying. nobody can come over. And Period. then it will mm-hmm. also just turn into it like it happening anyway. anyway. Um somebody would end up spending the night because somebody would just fall asleep and then my aunt would be like oh i'm just gonna pick him up in the morning i'm gonna pick her up in the morning you know um that brings us to our mood uh this week i feel like there's been a lot of moods from oprah but also oprah like says things or i feel like oprah lives in a vacuum and not in a bad way but I feel like Oprah lives in like a different type of life or lifestyle than like you and I. And so I'm extremely fascinated. Like that kid that um, had a cracked phone. Do you didn't see that when like Oprah, like he had a cracked iPhone and he was like in Oprah's face, basically like taking a selfie video with her or whatever. And Oprah's like, yeah, look at you with your cracked phone. <laughs> And but also she sent him on like official Oprah like letterhead like a card and a brand new iPhone with like a screen protector and a case you know um, which was cool but also in this video like uh, she just reminds us why she's incredible and then we're gonna turn it into uh, a metaphor as well in just a second so let's go to our mood. Trying to decide should I do this one or should I do this one? I always forget. I can actually have There's a nice thing. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. I can afford both pair, people. <laughs> I'm trying to decide. This one or that one or that one or that. There's I can a green. actually have both. Okay, so for me, this is about a lot of different things, right? 
because a it's like uh total abundance right like when you're just living in abundance you don't have to think about like which one or like is this gonna work out or like should i pay for this or like whatever it's just i have i'm gonna get what i want i'm gonna get what i need um and so that's that but it also like goes to or speaks to like when people are like used to right used to yeah once was poor Mm -hmm. you know um and like once had to choose and like oprah absolutely i mean she probably got to a billionaire status by choosing right right very true but not by saying like for every single thing like i can buy you know all of these um but i think this also like breaks into the metaphor i tweeted earlier this week like the fact that y'all think that i have to choose between being fat and being attractive is just insane to me because i can do both i'm cracking that was probably one of your funniest tweets the actually I mean, the prerequisite just, was was the funniest the what was the prerequisite I'm really cute as shit or something like that. Oh, no. I, <laughs> no, it was really just why did God make me this cute? That's, that's because it was. I was walking. I walked past like the mirror at work in the bathroom and I was just like, is this me? I'm cracking that's the me. Fuck up. This is what I look like. But anyway, um, it's in reference to a lot of things. If you ever feel like. Um, you can only have one. Just remember, can, God gave you options. Period. I can have both. So, um, that is... Get you somebody that. that can do both. Get you somebody that can do both, and that's Oprah Winfrey. It's also me. But I'm cracking the fuck We up. talked about that last week. Um, the uh, other housekeeping pieces, I was going to say housewarming pieces. I'm having a housewarming, but if you don't come to the live show, you're not invited. Um, the other pieces are about the live show. So, um, one dub club, our presale sold out, um, but we do still have general admission tickets, uh, for the dub club. I just want to shout out everyone who supported us, um, overwhelmingly black women, um, even black women, like multiple black women who aren't able to attend Mm -hmm. the show, but still just wanted to support us. Um, there's someone I, I can't say a hundred percent. I believe maybe her name is Shanae. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Okay. See, I'll be paying attention who like, there were still pre-sale tickets available and she just straight up went like, I'm cool. I'm going to need the general admission. Yeah. And a real one. And the thing is, she was the one who said she's not able to make it to the show. She said that she wasn't able to make it and that, um, she still wanted to support us. And I think her and I have just been following each other for a while and she, she, um, I think we like started on like MySpace or something like that. You know how you got those friendships that like y'all been friends over social networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like uh, internet. Mm -hmm. So, um, and she DM'd me and was like, you know, I can't make it and I'm really sad because I listen every week, but uh, I'm gonna buy one and maybe y'all can like do something with it. But I just wanna let you know that like I really, really am so happy for you and I wish I could come. I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Because this girl really don't know me. Yeah but wants to support and it's just amazing that like there are people um that want to support us because they understand that like what we're doing is for a lot of people you know and for everybody Mm -hmm. and not just like you know we're not just starting a um jesus-based cult for ourselves what that's there's people doing that right now um but anyway um last week's episode was previously on power 
Uh, we talked about um, <laughs> having a healthy relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a lot of good commentary that, yeah, that came yeah. from it. Um, I can't speak to anything. I'm going to speak to just something serious and then you can speak to the jokes if you would like okay. to. Um, but one thing that came through in messages uh, was, I'm going to read it directly. Um, it was in response to what's a core value needed for a healthy relationship with sex. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, receptiveness and that's linked to trust building communication and intimate bonding. Um, and that's so important. Like you got to be able to tell someone, uh, that's not working for me without, you know, an ego, you know, or like, Hey, I need a little bit more of this. And like, it's, it's not always about you. It might be just, you know, about that person's needs. So, um, that was a good call out. Otherwise, um, we were going to do like a continuance of that conversation, but I felt like we were already riding down a slippery slope. Yeah, it got really, it got really kind of weird. So, yeah. Um, so glad that's over. Um, but (laughs) I think this is a good time to announce, uh, two of our partners for the live show based on the types of conversations that we have here, um, and the things that y'all like to listen about. Um, we are partnered with two, so two of our five partners um, for the live show are um, one company uh, describes themselves as modern sex essentials. Um, I'll talk about Maud first, uh, which I we talked about um, Maud. Talked, yeah, we talked about like, Maud. Well, sometime last mm-hmm. season, yeah. And um, number one, beautiful. Like their products are so beautiful. Both of, I feel mm-hmm. like all of our. Uh, um, I guess that comes along with our with our brand, I guess, though. Um, all of yeah. our partners and all of our sponsors are very beautiful to look at. Like aesthetically, yeah, aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But Maud is for sure one of my favorites. I love their branding. So beautiful. Um, yeah, so Maud makes modern sex essentials. They have a, a product called The Vibe, which uh, it vibrates. It's a vibrator, um, and it's called The Vibe, <laughs> but it... It's like just you know the vibes. I don't know. It, it you know the vibe, but it's it looks like something that you could like you know have out on the table and not, like nobody would know what it was. I like, like it's just like, like a, yeah. um yeah like a back massage. They also have a yeah exactly a product <laughs> called Burn, um, which is super cool. We will likely be talking about that at the show. Um, and Burn is a um, it's like an oil candle. So like, you know, people pour candle wax on each other and stuff like that, but also it's like, uh, a massage oil. So the candle is made out of massage oil and like, as it melts, it becomes something that you can like rub on yourself mm-hmm. or others or whatever. Um, and then they're also branching into like some other bath products. Uh, they also make really beautiful condoms, um, for all of us that are having safe sex out there. Was that? Um, was, that was, was that? Who? Nope. Okay. Nope. I was just talking for all of us that are keeping it safe. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, and so that's mold. Uh, like I said, they're also branching out into just like some bathroom products, um, or just, like bath salts for you know bathing. Bath salts um, and then for those... doing drugs. Yeah, for bathing. <laughs> um, I don't know what y'all get into. Um, and then our other, and probably like our biggest partner, I would say, because everyone, um, will receive something from this partner, uh, is Uberlube. Um, and I didn't want to call them just a sex company 
Or just like, I well, mean, they make the, lubricants? The best thing about it is that um, in their branding, they talk about um, how all the different ways you can use the lube. So um, yeah. I think that was one of the best things. Um, it's not just for sex. So I think calling it a sex company is just like kind of selling it short. Um, they Yeah, they have a lube that was for like uh, sports. Like sports. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, chafing. like uh, chafing yeah. and mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't I this doesn't happen to me because y'all know I am um, a petite mommy and little skinny girl, um, but a lot of women complain about like their thighs rubbing together um, mm-hmm. in like especially in the summer and they talk about how you can use the lube for that and I was like oh shit I never thought about that because yeah. but watch when I get on my thick journey I'm gonna probably use it <laughs> when I get on my thick journey. Uh, that let's put a pin in that so we can come back to that <laughs> later on. Um, cool. So definitely uh, for Uberlube and Maud, like explore their social um, spaces right now. Instagram, follow them, and all that stuff. Um, but at the live show, and then going forward after the live show, so we'll do it on here for people who are just in like listener land who uh, aren't able to make it to the show necessarily. Um, but we are going to have promo codes. Mm-hmm. Um, for each of these partners um, so you'll be able to get percentages off um, show love for the show but also um, get connected to some really great products and like again Charnay said it's all about being on brand so we chose some really 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 dope people mm-hmm. um, to work with and that's that uh, you can keep an eye on our social on Twitter and Instagram at BLKMLNL um eastoke.co slash blkmlnl where you can leave voice messages for us uh you also can buy tickets to our live show if y'all don't buy tickets to this live show first of all i was informed that hookah i'm I'm gonna let you speak i was informed that hookah like going out and when you go out i was told when you go out you buy the hookahs no wait what no no when you buy the hookah it's forty dollars minimum the actual hookah is oh, yeah, $40 yeah, yeah. minimum. And y'all mm-hmm. nicknogs be out smoking hookah all the time. So if you can't pay a little, what was it, $20, 30 $25. $25, $30 our, for our live show, I have an issue. Yep. I let the lady speak to it because I'm not going to say anything. My thing is this. I think that over the last few months, like we've been planning this show since the summer, um, over the last few months, we put a lot of really hard work into making um, a really beautiful event and a really beautiful evening. And I would like for anyone who would like to participate in the beauty to attend. And, it's, and um, I, I feel like a lot of the time, especially in our area, people are always like, it's nothing to do. Nobody, no, everybody goes to the same places every weekend. Everybody that, like, all right, this is something different everybody to go out and do this is not standing on the bar dancing this is you know what i mean like this is gonna be a beautiful black night of blackness with a lot of black people yeah you know how remember oprah used to have the legends ball yeah. remember rihanna's like diamond that. ball she still got the oh, joint yeah. but she had sean king there this year sean so king. good fucking question okay the fact that his um, name is spelled S A H A U N is kind of weird to me, but 
Yeah, one of the worst spelling. It's not gonna lie. I rather. I um, mean, my preference for Sean is S H A W N, but I mean S E A N. Yeah, same. Very, very hardcore black. Black. <laughs> the um, S E A N is always weird to me too, but. Yeah, scene is not it for me. <laughs> I'm not seeing it for scene. Um, okay, we're going to move into motives and thoughts. Um, I want to preface this just a little bit with like a little more of some things that we'll discuss at the live show. Um, but what brought me to kind of um, lead the the conversation in this direction instead of continuing our sex conversation? So. I go on Twitter the other day and I go to click on a tweet that like, I don't know, someone, whatever. And it's, you know, this tweet is unavailable. Um, and I click on it and I see it from someone that blocked me and I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, okay. Um, and then I realized who it was and it was actually Virgil Abloh. Um, and that was great. Um, for me, I know exactly uh, what my last tweet was to him. So I'm sure it's why he blocked me. Um, but my last tweet, I believe, was um, shut up before I saw you. So um, it was funny because when I saw that, well, when I heard, mm-hmm. when you told me that, um, I was on the phone with another one of our friends. And um, she was saying how you and another person were talking about um, him at the same time and basically saying the mm-hmm. same thing that, um, you know, a lot of people, well, you were saying which is a part of this conversation, what you said, and we'll get into that later. But another person was saying who is um, very, um, I would say, very um, solidified in the fashion industry. He's a he's a stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And he was saying how, um, you know, people fuck with Off-White and fuck with Virgil, but they don't know that all of his, basically, designs are not really his but some there are literally some black dudes so or another um, yeah but you were saying you know your other your your part of it um but they were saying they were like i know they probably don't follow each other so it was just super weird to to see that um that's interesting mm -hmm. i'm like damn um i just yeah i just saw that people were um at powerhouse head to toe and off-white yeah i saw multiple head to toe off-white fits um, can't speak to um their authenticity. I'm crying. You know but, what? Um, can say that I saw them, right? Can say that niggas been supporting since Pyrex. Can say that niggas been, you know what I mean, buying Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. now, even though Donald Trump has gotten the ribbon on the fucking factory in the United States. You know? And it's like we do that because we see someone that looks like us in a certain position. Like he's even changed the off white logo to like hands up. You know, I don't know if you've seen that, Um, but like the new logo is like a person with their hands up. But then the first like couple of tweets where I was going at him was just like, bro, you don't have any black people and black people's hands in your like advertising. So it's just confusing to me and like bringing Playboy Cardi, who's a demon and Ian Connor, who's a rapist into a louis vuitton fashion show is not doing it for me that's not like a push forward for the black community so um what i started thinking about is like our culture um and the way that i expect our culture and we'll get into this um to be displayed 
Um, so let me actually just read through all the questions and then we'll start talking. So first is, uh, what is uniquely special about black culture? Secondly, how do we expect to see our culture displayed in public? And last, what are some ways that we can ensure the protection of our culture for the future? Cool. Let's get into it. Let's get it. Um, what's what's so great about being black? Because the whites want to know. I think that um, being black is, number one, I feel like everybody bites off of our our culture and someone this week said that black people don't have a culture that's what someone said that's what he i'm I'm confused because we are the culture we literally are the culture (laughs) Um, but i think that our culture we most like mostly uh, like everything else um like mostly everything else we take all the things that are 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 that should make us you know like sad and all the things that fucking should be breaking us down and we turn it into we take all of our trans transgressions and we turn it into something beautiful i think that's what mm-hmm. the one of the best things about black culture across the board yeah um i think that that's a big thing about like let's i've said this many times on here but just define like blackness mm-hmm. or black culture. So for me, it's, uh, you know, the collection of experiences from slavery to today, right. you know, mm-hmm. like that's what being black is because for me, like I, I don't have a way to trace besides given the government, my ancestor, or maybe my DNA, which fuck out of here, um, you know, to trace like my direct roots and like, know that this is really where my family is from. Um, and so in that, like, I've just chosen a period of time to like begin defining my culture, um, at least mine. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking for me um, and, you know, and going forward. So for me, that's, you know, the my ancestors that went through the pain of being taken from their home, brought to another place, forced to work in this other place. And then also, you know, been able to over, uh, you know, hundreds of years um, ultimately thrive, quote unquote. Um, I think that we still have a really long way to go, but I think that um, we've definitely achieved uh, a ton of really great things. Um, And so the thing that is uniquely special about us is our ability to turn this pain into amazing things, you know, like turn this pain into amazing music, turn this pain into, you know, amazing art, turn this pain into, you know, uh, the ability to still thrive in a culture that doesn't want to see you win at all, mm-hmm. like that wants to see you struggle. Um, I think that that's something that is very unique about black people because not to, you know, whatever theorize or whatever, but let's say that there's like another group of people that was like put in slavery for hundreds of years and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think that they would have been able to um, rise as fast as we have. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think, nobody. I think that blackness, like, is also, like, a secret club, sort of. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's really dope. And it's like, we didn't make it this way. Like, actually, other people try to make it this way by, like, keeping us in these spaces, you know, just like, oh, y'all, y'all niggas can only be around each other. Um, but I think that it created, like, a secret language, you know? I think that it created, like, 
certain like even bodily things like you know like i walk down the street and i nod to a nigga and i know that like you're cool it's not right. about to be a it's robbery not about to be, yeah you're not, you know? you're not about to rob um, me <laughs> right you know or like there's that you see that tension where you're just like are you gonna rob me am i gonna rob you neither one of us are gonna rob each other cool we're good okay um and like that, I mean that that's that's a new experience for me. Like uh, <laughs> living around where I live now, um, and walking out uh, late at night. But um, yeah, I, I think that there are some things that are extremely, um, just extremely unique about us. And um, yeah, the ways that we like celebrate, the ways that we eat meals, yeah, that's um, the types things. of food that we up. eat, the seasonings. The seasonings. Sprinkles the sprinkles. The seasonings. Crying the seasonings. Uh, it's it's but like even when you look at but... like a lot of our soul food, like it's called soul food, mm-hmm. but it's like food that was made because we were given like scraps of shit. And it's like Yeah. And we still found something to like make you feel full mm-hmm. and make your soul feel full, mm-hmm. you know? Um, even like things like we talked about spending the night over your cousin's house are these like common experiences that we all had. And like, I'm sure white people have like common experiences, but there are some things that are just like so deeply black, you know, like stop running in and out of my house. You smell like outside, (laughs) you know, like where, (laughs) where, how do we all ripping and running? How do we all have these same experiences? Mm -hmm. It's so deeply you know, ingrained. Um, yeah. Wow, I just love being black. Um, all right, let's actually, I kind of want to move on to just the expectation for seeing our culture displayed. And, and the reason why I feel like passionately is because of how great I think being black is, right? I think that we deserve the same reverence that we give to, that we as black people give to other right. cultures, you know, like we look at like Italian culture or whatever and be like, oh, wow, it's so beautiful. Like the, you know, artwork is so beautiful. The architecture is so beautiful. We go to, you know, these museums. We look at this white art and like, we're like, oh, this is beautiful. This is regal, you know, or we only want to wear Italian designers. We want to wear Gucci made in China. Like we want to wear, you know what I mean? Balenciaga um, made in China. Um, Balenciaga Italian? I thought it was French. I'm pretty sure just sounding it out. I don't know. I'm not European. Neither you feel me? Thoroughbred nigga. Mm-mm, it's French. Okay. Well, in any case, um, we we like give respect to these things as like luxury and great, and we don't do that same thing for our own culture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we saw like. You see a bunch of white girls twerking on a whatever, and people are, I don't know, fucking wagging their tongues. And then there's a bunch of black girls twerking on the, on a boat the other day, on a yacht that niggas are not on because niggas are sleeping on their piece of French toast mattress, trying to say that you know black women are um because there's a group of black women having a good time they're like oh this boat is stank mm-hmm. this boat is this is this and it's just but when like white girls do it, it's dude, like y'all these... better white girls evolving y'all better watch out <laughs> evolving to what yeah in terms of expectation yeah i just uh expect to see our culture reverenced um and respected in the same ways that we 
you know. And do I think that for a lot of the times what bothers me about our culture is when um, black people specifically use it for consumption of other people, not black mm-hmm. people. Yeah, like, oh, I want to sell this. I want to sell my blackness. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I actually wanted to name the title of this episode. I kind of wanted to name it nigga, but just in quotes. Because, like, uh, I also tweeted just after this, like, nigga, in quotes, is not an aesthetic. Like, nigga is not something that can be sold. Or, like, nigga is not, like, oh, I just put some cornrows in. I got some fucking gold fronts. And I'm about to head down to the Sloss and Swap meet. You know, you know I'm what? a nigga. You know not the Sloss and Swap meet. I... I but it's just not that. You know? <laughs> and then there are like a lot of people who think like, oh yeah, I can just put a little little sound in my voice, you know, put a little mm-hmm. extra uh whatever on. And now I'm Will Vicky. Me, What's up, homie? Oh my god, when listen, somebody said to me, like, and I know they didn't necessarily mean it in a way, but you know me, I'm hypersensitive. Somebody said, It's all you, brother. Mm-mm. With an A. Mm-mm. Um, excuse me. I'm not your brother. <laughs> I am not your brother. We're not related in no kind of way. I'm going to just keep it a bean. Um, so that kind of stuff like irritates me because if I called, if I called a white person something that white people call other white people, they would probably be like, well, who the fuck told you this word? If you were talking about like, what is that shit called? Like clay shooting and like. Who? Clay shooting. You ever heard of that? No, no, ma'am. <laughs> It's like, um, instead of, you know how black people go to the gun range? Mm-hmm. They go, like, outside, and they shoot at, like, clay ducks. And oh, this sounds racist already. Yeah, they shoot at, like, um, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like a hunting type thing. Uh-uh. But black people, be, black people be trying to learn how to hit bodies, and they be trying to learn how to hit animals. Yeah, we need to learn how to hit. We yeah, we were trying to learn how to protect ourselves, period. Um, but yeah, that's that. I think otherwise, in, and let's kind of move into the next question because this ties in. Um, in terms of how I expect to see our culture um, displayed, but also how we can ensure the protection for the future, it's just like, bro, when you see something like black, lift that up you know like Mm -hmm. uh you know like people see something like oh they're being ghetto but like some ghetto stuff is like very authentically it's just black it's Mm -hmm. just something that like we understand and the only reason why it's negative like we talked about tyler perry and we actually will talk about tyler perry again um later in the show but i think a big beef that i have with tyler perry for a long time is that like you are showing nigga stuff to people who shouldn't get to see it Right. You know, like you're exposing our culture to people who don't revere it in the same way that we do. And so it's uh, it's muddy in the waters for me and I'm not really feeling it, you know. Um, But if we can kind of change that view a little bit and say, like, um, I'm trying to think of something else that's like really ghetto, but it's just also like. Like for me, one big thing that people still tell um that people still say is ghetto wear like long nails. Yeah. Like I think that there's a lot of stuff that like 
that like certain people can get away with doing but other people couldn't like mm-hmm. there's definitely girls that um that i work with like you know my job my job has like a very relaxed um dress code or whatever so it's definitely girls that just be popping out with like you know sweatpants and tights on and you know whatever but i know that no black woman could you know like Absolutely. walk up in there looking like that without them saying like oh this is a little too sexy or sexual you know because like ultimately we see our our white people see and even some black people see like our bodies much more sexualized and don't get me wrong they're probably much more attractive but um much more sexualized than you know white bodies um but i think that ensuring the protection of our culture means making sure that um the things that we do are just okay they're seen as okay to us i don't really Mm -hmm. care about what anybody on the outside thinks but just like that black people see a black person being black and they don't feel like oh you should stop doing this or you're doing too much you know absolutely i think like it's it's okay we black you know i think there also is a time and a place for some things but that's that um i think we also can start like treating the next generation or whatever generation you're working with uh below you um like like we were treated like i know this is crazy but i and we talked about this actually once you and i talked about this but like i treat chase like my goddad treated me growing up right mm-hmm. um all the kids that be around me i be saying the stuff that the grown-up said to me because now i get to fucking say it you know what right. i mean like stay out of girlfriend's business you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's exactly my, yo that's my big one right now with chase yeah because he's starting to get in grown folks business because he's starting to understand what it means like um sir mind your business and if i had to say it again he'd be really sticking around only for the hot tea report and then yeah, once, mean, once it's like, over he will walk phone. away i'll get on the phone <laughs> And as soon as I get on the phone and start talking, I'm like, let me tell you, he is in the kitchen, eyes and ears. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yo, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think like there are these unique things that um, our parents pass down. And I'm sure that there are like, I'm sure that there are brand new things that our parents created, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there's definitely like space for that. I think that we should be creating like new traditions for the generations after us. Like, I think that we should be opening things up a little bit. Like, um, I'm thinking about having like a, a family Thanksgiving, like my family is pretty religious. So people just kind of started drinking over the last few years. Um, with like the introduction of like new family members who just like, yeah, I married into the family, but I drinks. Um, (laughs) so, um, I'm thinking about having like, uh, a little Thanksgiving thing or Christmas thing where it's like um, smoke available as well. And so like these are things that I'm not inviting like everyone, you know, I'm not inviting like a bunch of younger cousins, but these are opportunities that I wish were afforded to me when I was 20 or 20, right. you know what I mean? 25. And I'm out here trying to, you know, keep the smile on all day while I really just need an L and the food. Yeah, I mean, my family is pretty progressive in that way. Yeah, y'all be hitting now. I'm crying. <laughs> but yeah, I think that um, also just lastly on ensuring um, the protection of our culture, I think that 
it being a little stern about like, yeah, watch what you're saying or like, that's not okay. Um, to people who are not a part of the culture Mm -hmm. is a big part of it too. Like when somebody says bye Felicia, like when I, whenever I hear this has just been a thing for a really long time. Um, and it's like, not for any reason. I just can't stop doing it. But whenever I hear a white person say bye Felicia, and it's like somebody that I know, I ask them, do they know where that came from? Mm Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, it's a no, or it's just like, oh, I just heard somebody say it, or like, it was on RuPaul's Drag Race or some old okay. bullshit like that, you know? Because, <laughs> you, know? you know, he'd be giving the whites everything, but um, yeah, just like asking those questions. So like, oh, where did you hear that from? Because I'm just confused about how, you know, you know, I'm trying to get the fuck ASAP. I haven't heard any white people say that yet. Thank I know God. because like we're we're way ahead of the game, but I don't know. They're just getting to off the heezy for sheezy still. Mm-hmm. But like, why mm-hmm. even like why are you saying that when we stopped that in two thousand and nine? So, um, just yeah, being gatekeepers of the of the culture. I'm not saying like nobody can participate, but also like um, before you participate, I'm gonna need to see your ticket. I'm gonna need to see your credentials. All of that because niggas just be trying or not niggas just be trying to hop in the culture like it's nothing and we be letting them. Right, absolutely. We're like, go, um, go, Michaela, fucking dance. You, you, all she doing is pop locking a little bit, <laughs> you know. Or like you see one mm-hmm. one white boy dancing in the club on beat and like now it's a whole circle around him. Everybody got him gas. People are saying like, invite him to the cookout. He's invited to the cookout. Sorry, the cookout is fucking closed at this point. Okay. We have no more invitations to go out. Like I ain't got enough chairs for this. Yep. So that's that. Um Virgil. Do you like okay? This is how I want to close motives and thoughts. If anybody can relate to this, or if anybody knows the reference that I'm talking about, reach out to me and I will just give you ten dollars. But there's um a <laughs> I can't even say this. There's a video from like WWE back when it was WWF back in the day, and it's uh Booker T, um who's a wrestler. And he slips and he says, Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how I feel about Virgil, okay? When I see you face-to-face, we're going to talk about this. We're going to have a discussion. I'm not just going to be like, yo, bro, it's, you know, very happy for the clout to be in the same room as you. No, we're going to discuss this. So Also, um, my thing about him or about you getting blacked by him was... Hopefully, um, your all your designs are safe. I was gonna say now he wants to know my ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that was actually a that. good thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the reason why I told him I would sock him is because he um, there's like a new Louis Vuitton um pattern and, and it's like the heat heat wave monogram and it looks cool. But niggas just be making up names for everything. I'm crying. So. So I'm that's why that you told him you were going to sock him? Yeah, like, stop the, the heat wave monogram. Like, what does it do? Does it change based on fucking temperature? If it doesn't, then stop calling shit that. You know what I mean? Niggas be so quick to make up a name. Matter of fact, it's it's crazy. Like, I was watching uh, something about this. Um, but how a lot of these tech companies also, like, they do this in, uh, uh, I think, at Disney, like, a bunch of places. They start with naming the project before they start figuring out what the project is going to be. I'm crying. 
the fuck like I can see it so I'm heat wave monogram okay. and and I'm not buying your book now or the special edition because you've got them on nerves um let's move on new section those are our motives and thoughts new section alert shout out to Don Cali Calvin um honestly, for this suggestion he, he... <laughs> he can have the show honestly if he wants <laughs> I'm tired. I have a lot of fucking jobs. At this point, if he just wants a microphone and you just want to and you just want to, you know, go in for an hour, hour and a half, however long we do on here, I'd be willing to let you do an episode totally because I'm tired. Sorry. Um, you're good. But um, yeah. So he suggested. uh, Calvin suggested a segment um, for the podcast. So. This is the Don Cali segment. Uh, it's called Loud and Wrong. Um, and this is a, a dissert- perfect a dissertation. way to start it. <laughs> What did I say? Loud and Wrong, a dissertation of the overly opinionated, overly opinionated and undereducated. Mm. Overly and underly. Overly and underly. So, yeah, um, this week in Loud and Wrong, we're actually going to break down... Um, I want to say something that you might not agree with, but I'm going to wait and I'm still going to say it. Okay. Um, but this week Tank was on some show with Angela Yee, who is... It's called Lip Service. It's her podcast. Okay. Well, she is her literal one quality and it's not a quality is being light skin. Okay. Shout out to Angela Yee. Hopefully we get to work together in the future. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure why you're saying that because I would decline her. But that's me personally. She's just not on brand for me. Um, I'm crying. But she was on, or Tank was on Angela Yee's Light Skin Podcast. And they talked about, you know, um, whether, I don't know what they were talking about. This is all I know, because I'm not listening to nothing with Angela Yee. Um, Tank said, niggas can suck dick one time, maybe even two times, and not be gay. We agree. We're in agreement. But a lot of people on Twitter.com chose this week to be both loud as well as wrong. I saw a lot of like really varying opinions, just like Tank blah, 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 doesn't know what he's talking about. Tank's definitely gay. They had a picture of Tank holding a hot dog with two hands. And like, oh, no, that was so funny. Uh, like <laughs> that turned into a thing. Niggas can't even eat. Niggas can't yeah, even nourish their bodies at this point anymore are like, hot dogs even nourishing i mean it's not but like maybe if it's the only thing you ate it's the first thing you ate in the day right like i, I can't be expected to make all these decisions I, it's just it's just too much it's just too much so um I just think that like this this is my statement that i want to make and i know that many people disagree with me um, but I'm about to say this anyway. If you think that um a man having any sort of sexual relationship, if you feel like you wouldn't date a man, or if anyone feels like gay, straight, um, whatever, that you wouldn't date a man who had uh relationships with other men, or let's say even with other women, because there are gay men who feel like 
oh, okay, I don't want to have uh, any sort of relationship with a bisexual man because he's going to leave me for a woman or vice versa. I don't and that's even have... how men are with, with women. Yeah, all, mm-hmm. of, all, of, all across the board. Um, but I think that there's this thing that um, has been kind of like, not spread around, but this like thing that like, oh, it's just a preference that I prefer not to. I literally date. just had this conversation with someone. Okay. Um, and I said, preference, You, it's, it is a preference. You are completely correct. That is your preference. But your preference is based in homophobia. All right. That's, that's all I wanted to bring it the back to. The same way when niggas say, I just prefer light-skinned girls. That's cool. That's great. That's your preference. But fully based in racism and colorism. That is all. So So let's call a thing a thing. You yeah. think that it's nasty that a man has sex with a man and that he can't have sex with you too. But you're listening to Saucy Santana, walk him like a dog. What no, you can't do both. Yeah. Um Because you're you're saying that you wouldn't have sex with a man because he had sex with a man or was exploratory with a man. And that makes him less of a man. So he can't be with you. Or it's like, um, in many of these cases, it's like, oh, I can listen to Santana's Welcome Like a Dog because I support the gays, but not at my house, you know? And that's literally the same as like, oh, yeah, you can love niggas all you want, but don't bring one in my house, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I just, I I don't understand, like, why... um, why it's so hard and i also don't understand why people are still trying to hide behind preference for things you know if you just uh, honestly all right i probably can't say this because but like i there are groups of people y'all can already identify who i'm talking about there's actually just one single group of people i'm not super fond of right they did a lot of bad things in history and they're still doing bad shit to today okay and I'm going to leave it at that. At the end of the day, I don't go out of my way to make any of them feel bad, as terrible as they are. You know what I'm saying? But y'all do so many things to make people or to try to make other people feel uncomfortable in their own skin, feel uncomfortable with their own decisions, feel uncomfortable with who they are. And like, I feel like your ultimate hope is just that they become like you. And that's really garbage to me. So um, I just want to leave that there. Y'all are extremely loud and extremely wrong. Didn't you know? Cool. This has been loud and wrong. Um, this is Philly related um, and Pennsylvania related. It's actually a ton of other places as well. But um, Pennsylvania just, be, I think, jumped into the top five. Uh, but Pennsylvania has one of the nation's highest supervision rates. Mm-hmm. So what that means is not only um, people being in jail or in prison, um, but also them being on you know house arrest or being on parole um, or, you know, all of these different things. So uh, right now we Pennsylvania has the second highest. Wow. I thought they were. All right. thought we were we just came into the top five. We are in the top five, but now we are number two. Um, 
high, second highest rate of people under correctional control. Uh, so just to go through some statistics, nationwide, one in 55 adults is on probation or parole. In Pennsylvania, it's actually one in 35. Um, and then in Philadelphia, one in every 23 person, one in every 23 people, excuse me, um, are under supervision. And in the African-American community, one in every 14 people. Wow. Uh, are under you know supervision so that's parole that's probation um but in comparison to other races it will be one in every 38 so so um remember um i know you didn't watch the meek mill documentary on amazon no i still haven't um but he talks about that in there and um he talks about like a part of prison reform is is looking at that because i think a big part of it is um, these young men, and I mean, that's what it mostly is, young men and sometimes young women, taking these plea deals and these, you know, mm-hmm. um, agreements to get lesser lesser time in jail, lesser charges, but then you're getting five to ten years on probation and parole. Yeah. Um, and I think... they're going to find a way to put you in jail within five or ten years. They're going to find a way yeah. to put you back in jail. And in the, in the, the limitations, I mean, like... When you think about the shit that they can get you on, a violation is insane. It's insane. Even when you don't have like a curfew or you don't, you can't like leave like the state or like the county. You, you know how easy it is to like, just go to New Jersey. If they find out you went to New Jersey, if that's a violation of your probation, you're going back to jail. I mean, Meek Mill was literally riding a bike. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So it's um, just a part of prison reform. That that's that. Um Okay. Next story is actually something kind of dope, I feel like, but you let me know how you feel about it. Um so Tyler Perry Studios, uh, which we talked about a few weeks ago, um, is actually going to host uh the November twentieth Democratic debate. Is that fire? I think that's fine. I mean, I'm sure they're they're cutting him a check, so Yeah, they're definitely cutting him a check and he's employing black people. Yeah, maybe also, he cut them a check. I don't know. Um, like I feel I mean, like it was probably some it's type a back of and agreement. forth check. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like the check For went sure. back and forth. Um I mean and these these niggas niggas, niggas and dogs want the black vote so bad. Who yeah, knows? they want the vote for him. But um what's that guy's name? Pete Buttigieg? We not doing it, bro. I'm just letting you know right now. You might as well fall off. Okay. Um, but Stacey Abrams confirmed this, uh, that yeah, Tyler Perry Studios will be hosting uh the debate on November twentieth. I know that there's also there's been a lot of like um debate because like a lot of other based on Georgia's like abortion bill, um, a lot of other like studios have pulled out of um Georgia as you know, as a way to like not support. Um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like filming in Atlanta, filming in the area and things like that. But like Tyler Perry has kind of said, like, I I can't, like, I've just built my last 10 years around like building the studio. Um, so it's interesting. I feel like this is maybe another way to wield some political power, um, other than making a a copycat version of scandal for BET. I'm crying. Is that what that new show is? Um, yeah, I think so. And I think it's basically like a scandal and then like a um girlfriends. Okay. Okay. 
Um, this is also another thread from Twitter. This week, um, this is still on Digital Show, but I want to call this episode Black Mirror, um, or excuse me, this this portion of the episode Black Mirror. Uh, but nearly one uh, in every six athletes that were in a study of 188, so they put 188 athletes into the study, uh, they were falsely matched with mugshots by Amazon's facial recognition software. So we talked about Amazon software. It's called Recognition with a K. Um, it's software that they currently are selling to police that's departments. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I'm going to hit you with this K. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's no. Zach Fox. Shout out to Zach Fox. Please come back to Twitter and save us. Um, but uh, Amazon's recognition software, uh, basically, uh, there was a test or a study and they put just professional athletes into um, the software and a number of times. So it looks like 188 times there were false matches where there were just like, Hey, these are professional athletes, but Amazon software thought like, Oh, this is somebody that committed a crime. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There may be one or two instances where there is some overlap, right? Someone may be in the NFL and also have committed a crime. Um, but in these cases, <laughs> Um, it's very much the same, like what we talk about all the time, the people that build these softwares, um, have racism built in and they're not thinking about the differences in black faces. They're just like, mm, you're black, you did it. You know, you all, all, all black people look alike anyway. All y'all look alike anyway. Exactly. And so, um, it's just, it's terrible. And it's just another sign that like the future, like we have to be on the forefront of building the future because otherwise it's not being built to serve us at all. Um, who run the world? Regina King and have you watched New Watchmen? Oh, on I'm HBO? gonna watch it as soon as we stop recording. Oh, okay. I won't say anything about it then. But um, I heard it was amazing. But I can't. Really, leave. really, really good. And just like, like the concept of the Watchmen is already like dope. You know, like they say, like who watches like the the superheroes? You know, like who's mm-hmm. supposed to be like watching them? Um, but for that to be a black woman. <laughs> is like very, very amazing black woman. <laughs> <laughs> like and, like and the caretakers of all yeah like who is going to do a better job at this than a black woman so um check out the watchman it's on hbo um and that is regina king um Shout out to regina king what was the other joan that she just um did it was when what, bill six, street can talk no um, six second something fuck it was on Netflix. I don't was... know, but she was Lizzie McGuire's caretaker in one of the movies too. I'm crying. What okay. was that? What was that drone called? The Lizzie McGuire movie? No, what was the drone with her and Chad Michael Murray? Um, Sorry, I'm not going to like story? air a my Cinderella sister, story. but yeah, that used to be like a her She used to watch it all Damn, the time. Damn, how did I know that off the bat? Because you used to be movie. there watching it with her. Yeah. In <laughs> <I did>, <laughs> <laughs> weird white people shit. Wow. Okay, just a quick update. Donald Trump's not impeached yet, but business is booming. Okay. Um, things are moving. Um, <laughs> there was a lawsuit this week that granted the Democrats, the House Democrats, the ability to um, see unredacted versions, so no black bars over top of the text of the Robert Mueller report. And mm-hmm. like that's when they're going to find out that he's a criminal and then it's like gonna start to wrap up from there um so i wish the worst for you literally the worst things in the world i wish them on you donald trump you deserve um hillary clinton a couple weeks ago who don't get me wrong i think that she's also a terrible person 
Um, but she started this or didn't start this. She was actually the second person to say it. The first person was a black man. Um, who's Bakari Sellers. But uh, started this conversation about Tulsi Gabbard. Who, if y'all don't know Tulsi Gabbard, T-U-L-S-I-G-A-B-B-A-R-D. Um, she's a, I think she's a congresswoman or maybe a senator from Hawaii, which is like weird because, right, like nobody's checking for the Hawaii congressperson. We're just like, I'm sure they have one, you know, but like we're not really checking on them. Like I just started hearing about her a couple months ago. That being said, she's running for president and like in the Democratic elections, she's like very, very Republican. She's like almost somewhat the voice of like Donald Trump in these like uh debates when she's showing up and i'm like how did you get like who's giving you the money yeah to like make sure that you're at these debates and whatever but i'm pretty sure that she's a russian bot and hillary clinton said that um also bakari seller said that um and it's it seems like she just is or has been implanted in the election to make people think like hmm well maybe i'll vote for her and like that at least take steam away from like Elizabeth Warren or like Bernie Sanders or whomever um, the real folks out here are voting for. Um, Cause it can't be anyone other than that. Um, but keep an eye out for Tulsi Gabbard. Like she might just break out and let y'all know that she's a Russian bot. Um, sidebar. Okay. I looked at my Instagram insights and the main country other than the United States that looks at my Instagram is Russia. So yeah, absolutely. You're truly the boy. Um, Facebook and Instagram. Here's a story for you. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram are censoring horny emojis. So uh, this is actually from Out Magazine or Out.com. Uh, but you're not allowed to post a link to your OnlyFans. Not allowed to post a link to Just for Fans. And then if your bio has like um, the wet emojis, the tongues, okay. like certain combinations um they've added this to uh their guidelines and so they will be flagging your account for they're also taking down all the botox filters i mean i haven't used any of them but oh yeah well because people should not be like weirdly addicted to plastic surgery that they can't afford like that's just really creepy Mm -hmm. so i do somewhat um agree with that but um let people be horny on the gram like if you can't be horny on the gram where can you be horny (laughs) i'm crying so i'll just leave that there only fans on twitter um yeah twitter lets you do anything like you can literally have full pornography accounts and we love it (laughs) and we love it thank you um speaking of facebook let's go to the second shot in and the person that literally had one of the worst weeks the ever. Worst weeks ever. Worst week ever. Worst week ever. Poor guy, but not poor guy. But not poor guy, because he actually has a ton of money that he refuses to share with other people. Um, and he also it's, is a fucking piece of shit. So. It's Mark Zuckerberg. Also has the worst haircut of all time. The bowl cut is terrible. Wow, they showed a um a wax figure of Mark Zuckerberg and then his current self, and they're like, "Why does the wax figure looks like it has more life in it? Like it's it's more well, real." His life, especially this week, has been sucked out of him. Yeah, I know that after these um these actual like Congress these so, hearings, um, yeah, these hearings are literally one of the. Um, one of the shows that I watch. Okay, thank you, Siri, but I didn't ask for you. 
um, the show that I watched, Secession, as I told you to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about based, loosely based off the family of Fox, the Fox family. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a Congress hearing like this. And it was literally like two weeks ago the episode was. And it was super weird that it, of course, Mark Zuckerberg's was just now. Um, and it was just like that. It was like extremely gruciating, gruciating. Like they pull up like all your emails, all your text messages. They have access to all this stuff. Yeah, like he, um, I mean, honestly, they didn't have access to almost anything because Facebook like keeps everything that they do really tight, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. But like um, the questions that people are asking. So start off with AOC, um, who starts asking like a real ass question and, and actually one that applies. Right. So she asked the question, could I, because Facebook doesn't fact check advertisements, could I create an advertisement that uh goes out only to the black community because facebook you know their facebook business profiles or whatever have the ability to target certain audiences so i can say i want to target you know black people or people who identify Mm -hmm. as black through facebook and i want to target these specific zip codes and i want to tell them the incorrect date for the election i want to tell them it's a week later you know like these things are possible and he's like mm, no that's not possible because we have people that like check that kind of stuff but then later in it he's like well you know checks and balances don't always go through like that okay. um there's also representative joyce Beatty who or Beatty maybe um b-e-a-t-y she is from the third district of ohio and you can tell because she don't be playing with niggas at all she whatsoever she she like when i first saw um aoc i was like wow like she held it down like she was she she did her thing and then when i seen mrs joyce okay i was like wow the first thing i tweeted was when i saw aoc is this is the america i signed up for and then when i saw her uh representative joyce beady i said i lied this is the america that i signed up for. she she was like AOC, she was like, no need to answer. Next question. (laughs) Yo, my favorite tweet about this was um, they said that AOC, when she was asking her questioning, they're like, then this is the beginning of Scorpio season. Like, this is when it started right here. Um, And then even it was crazy because there were like Democrats and Republicans that were getting at him. So it was like, Usually it's one side or the other, like in the, you know, Robert Mueller hearings and like all this stuff. It's like the Democrats are there to press and then the Republicans are just like there to get these soft questions. But Mm -hmm. it was this Republican lady who was just like 16.8 million out of 18 point, I think it was 18.4 total um, million pieces of like child pornography content or just like content that's like. Uh, has to do with child trafficking and things like that. 16.8 out of 18.4 is found on Facebook. What are you doing about that today, right now? What's happening right in this moment? Okay. Nothing. So, He's not doing anything because it's making him money. Don't let up on that so. nigga because Mark Zuckerberg is trash. Um, the other person on the second shut-in is JT from the City Girls. Honestly, you can go back to jail. You didn't really do anything for me so far since you've what been happened? out. What you do? Mm, okay so it's about the use of the f word continually Mm. so she didn't say the word directly but she was on i think she was on uh instagram live with santana like it said his name in the corner but then the people that were on screen were just like niggas these niggas Mm -hmm. 
And they just kept saying, like, don't put that F word on the phone or make sure there's no F words that show up on this live and like this, this, and this. And at minimum, at minimum, like based on like the history of what, you know, if we're just looking from like a purely PR perspective, right? Like what y'all have gone through, the City Girls as a brand, you also just got out of jail. You probably trying to keep your fans and not lose them. The only people saying real is mostly gay niggas anyway at this point. Like mm-hmm. nobody's still keeping up with the song. So why would you choose to just like not say anything? Yeah. Like she just didn't say anything. Like it wasn't like, yo, you you gotta chill out with all that or you gotta calm that down. Or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like I ain't trying to hear that on my life, you know. It was just like, nah, 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 let's like move to, you know. It was no awkwardness. It was no nothing that happened as a result of it. And it's just like, why would anybody support you? Why would anybody right. want you to be out of prison? Yeah, and she has a new face too. So there's that. She has a new what? A new face. Does she? Mm-hmm. She should get a new attitude. Okay. And a new yeah. thought process. Okay. Tweets on, fire. Tweets on fire. Once again, I've chosen to ignore the ignoguery and go just directly to some tweets that are really great. Um, and I'm going to link them all in the description. So the first, the, I'm not even going to air her. There's a person that plays a character on a show that we watch. It's actually Natasha Rothwell. She plays I Am Going to Air Her. Um she plays Kelly on Insecure mm-hmm. and there was there's like a little white kid dancing and this is exactly what we're talking about inviting everybody to the cookout like little white girl dancing doing like some African style dancing or whatever with some people oh, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. she tweeted this like in all caps this and periods after this this is what being an ally looks like no, it's not. It's actually not at all. Because mm-hmm. just by gyrating and grinding your body to the beat of black music, that does nothing to help black people. Um, there was a follow-up with a woman who... Um, this was in the same same town where... Uh, well, in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, where the woman was just killed by the police. Um, she came up to tell a story... And it was a white woman who came up to tell a story about uh, police just kind of like being in her backyard. They were basically about to like shoot her dog Mm -hmm. because her dog was like making noise or whatever. It was late at night. Um, She said it was just after dark. It wasn't even extremely late. And she's like the my biggest concern that night was, wow, they, they could have killed my dog, you know. And as a black person, if I was ever a black person in this country, like my fear, my real true fear would be they could kill me at any point. Right. And so and she stood there in front of police mm-hmm. officers, in front of other white people and got them looks and whatever. But that's what being an ally looks like. Absolutely. So shout out to you, Miss Cindy. I don't know if that's your name, but you look like one. Um, second tweet, actually second and third tweets are both related to the sadness that is Kanye West. Um, the first one was they put a, a beard on um, Kiki Palmer, Kiki Palmer Hive. Shout out to at Kiki. She's got her Instagram name changed to just at Kiki. So, you know, she okay. got a bag now. Um, but 
her they put a beard on her and it says Jesus in heaven and it shows Kanye West like talking about Jesus and it's a sorry to this man um, the, whole, the whole entire thing she just has a beard on um, so I will definitely link that um, there's also um, a tweet from Genius this actually made me like big laugh big 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 laugh like out loud to myself uh, tweet from Genius, and it says, Kanye West says, I am unquestionably, undoubtedly, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. Thoughts? And somebody just replied, this is at Bad Dad, B-H-A-D-D-H-A-D. Okay. <laughs> um, replied, and, <laughs> and prayers. Okay. So all that we have with the thoughts is just prayers because we have nothing for you, dude. Um, last, this is, um, an act of anti-blackness and potentially terrorism. Um, but I'm not sure if you saw that they changed the ABC song. Did you see that? No. Oh my God. My kid already knows the alphabet, so I don't really sing that anymore. No, I I feel you, but they took out the like... L-M-N-O-P. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. They took out the element OP. Why? Because they're anti-black because they hate black people. We can't have anything. I'm crying. The element like, OP is the best part. Wow, that's rude. That's the best part I learned in the alphabet. It's the best part to be able to say LMNOP, but they literally removed it because they are terrorists. Or because kids just fuck it up really bad. No, but like LMNOP, like learning that those are all different letters is a a core part of human existence. Very true. So, yeah, it's very weird. Um, And Bops and Bangers this week. Um, I just want to name a number of songs that are better than um, the Kanye West gospel album. I, I haven't listened to it. I definitely won't because I would love to secure myself a place in heaven um, okay. rather than ever seeing hell. So um, I won't be listening to it. Um, and instead, I'll be listening to any one of these songs. I'm actually about to put this play lo- playlist on as soon as we get done. Um, in the Sanctuary by Kurt Carr, first of all. Um, I don't know if you saw Ari Lennox yes. um, oh, singing so it. Funny. And did you see that Kirk Carr was like, listen, if you want to be a part of the Kirk Carr singers, like I'm definitely going to welcome you to be, but you can't be playing on the modulations. You got to really go up. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, also one of the things I was reminded of this week was, do you know, remember the guy who put in uh, or who was like singing like cover versions of I was running through the six with my woes, but in like gospel versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they just played that again this week or they brought that back to the timeline and a true icon. Um, the second one is brighter day by Kirk Franklin. Really anything by Big Kirk pop. Franklin. Cause another one on here that I have is love by Kirk Franklin, which literally you could sing to your bay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I there's like the a couple day. words that you would have to like sub out, Remove, but like, al- like, yeah, alternate, but yeah, it's definitely a very much an R&B vibe. Um, Let the Praise Begin by Fred Hammond. 
That's the, are you ready for your blessings? Are you ready for your miracles? Are you? Hello? Um, I Am That I Am by CC Winans, definitely produced by Pharrell. <laughs> like, not really, but it sounds, it sounds like, like it. <laughs> it sounds like it was. Um, yeah, by Yolanda Adams was the first gospel song I ever heard with autotune, and this is in, like, the early 90s. Um, Open Up My Heart by Yolanda Adams is the, the, the girl of all girls. Yeah, it's definitely a tearjerker, though. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, I'm not trying to open up my heart. It can only be, like, you can only listen to that, John, in the very early morning on the way to work. That's my favorite time to listen to Yo, because that is a John that, like, our parents used to listen to in the car on the way to work, so it feels appropriate, and you don't have to cry. Um, (laughs) another is When Jesus Say Yes by Michelle and Destiny Child. Um, It's the closest that I have gotten or will get probably to um, an all praise and worship Beyonce album. So um, I'll take what I can get. Oh, He's Able by Darwin Hobbs. Big bop. Nigga. Yes. This is, yeah, the one. That's a big John. Yeah, that's a a big, big, big John. Um, Darwin Hobbs, He's Able. Um, and then the last one on here for me is uh, Sweeter by John P. Key. I feel like this is like a very old song, but it was very key. John P. Key really, he had the keys, the keys, the keys. I'm crying. Um, you forgot Optimistic? Oh. As long as you keep your head in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can um, win. Yeah. Big John. Optimistic. Um, Tyler... Um, what's the opposite? The creator? The creator. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Tribbett, I don't know. the whole victory album. Bomb. Um, there's some like there's some songs on there, but he also is um conflicted with what as a person. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Like you can't be judging other people and 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 cheat on your wife. I feel like you have to pick one. Mm, okay. Um. Well. So there's that. Uh, we're at three things to stand. Um, I can go first if you'd like. Three things to stand. Now, my three things to stand, I don't know why, what that is, but three things to stand. My first thing to stand was doing shit myself. I I recently, for my Halloween costume yesterday, I was Janet Jackson from Poetic Justice, um, and I braided my hair. I know it took like a whole day, but I braided my hair like that for myself, by myself, and I've just been just doing shit by myself because I hate asking Anyone for anything. Yeah. Asking people to do shit. (laughs) And paying people to do shit where I can do shit myself. Mm -hmm. Um, My second thing um, is being confrontational. Healthily. All right. You said publicly? Healthily. Okay. Okay. That's better. Not publicly. Um, And then my last thing is Panera delivery. I've been eating Panera every morning and probably every afternoon at work. But they have a really good smoothie. And the um, cinnamon crunch bagel. Mm. I didn't know come you on. was gonna say that, but you really just come said on, that. come on now, come on now, come on now. That's the girl. That's the one. That's the one. But they also have a new wrap, like it's like chipotle chicken wrap, a breakfast wrap with like scrambled eggs on it. Um, okay. And they, I talked about last time, they have a green bowl, which is so good. You don't like um, all the yeah. shit that's in the green bowl, but whatever. Um, not good with that. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to talk about some weird healthy food that I ate. So my I'm crying that you said stand, that you were going to hate it first. I swore I was going to hate this shit so bad because I just had it built up to hate it. 
Uh, my three things to stand. One is uh, it's called Naya, N-A-Y-A, or Naya mm-hmm. maybe. Um, it's Lebanese food. It's like Middle Eastern um, food. Uh, there's one in Center City. There's uh, one in. There's a couple in New York actually as well. But it's like fast casual style um, Middle Eastern food. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers like we had to go out to lunch to discuss something. And I was just like, I'm cool. Like, I don't really be mm-hmm. eating lunch. Like, I don't really like people to, you know, people be scratching their ass and then be serving you food. So I'm good. Um, and they're like, no, I insist. Like, I'll pay for it and whatever. I'm just like, no, I'm still good. So they just ordered me something really anyway. Um, and then I took it home and it was actually really fucking good. Like, yeah. I was hungry, but it was also just really good. Um, so shout out to Naya. They also have fresh squeezed watermelon juice. So, you know, that spoke to the nigga me. Very own brand for you. Um, yes. The second is, uh, Doug on Hulu and really like all the Nickelodeon shows on Hulu. Um, I watched through Hey Arnold. I watched through Rugrats, but right now I'm watching through Doug and it's like really good. Like he had a lot of things going on. He had, um, like, uh, like, he was in a band, you know, and, like, they had a song. Like, they had a couple songs. I was listening to them last night, like, hmm, this is kind of a banger. Okay. Um, last thing to stand for me is, oh, my God, I finally got a fucking bed. Okay? It's what day? It's October 27th. I've had it for a couple days now. But, like, my bed was, I went to order a bed from this place when I moved um, from the direct website. It's this joint called Zenus. Um, they have this mattress called the Cloud King, which like me too, right? And so <laughs> I'm like, I need this one. When I went to go order it, it was sold out. They're like, it'll be back in such and such time. It like wasn't back in that time. And I'm like, okay, I can't wait. Found one on Overstock. Overstock, I didn't even mean to say their name because fuck them. Uh, but like they pushed my delivery back like a whole week. And I've just been without a mattress for a really long time. But now I have one and it's extremely cozy. So praise God. Well, um, I was sleeping on the couch for like 20 some days. Yeah, I was going to say, why didn't you just bring your old bed to your new house? But whatever, I don't even want to. Yeah, because I was trying to start fresh. Okay, let's just leave it alone. Cause... And here we are. Like now I'm starting fresh. Um, so those are my three things to stand. Um, to close this out with a quick mantra. Uh, we talked about numerology, I think, which we're, we'll dig into maybe on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started seeing, um, like the number eight all over this past week. And I'm like, okay, you know, we just talked about numbers, like what does this mean or whatever. And, um, I go to look and the very first thing that I see, I'll read and then I'll give like an addended version, an addendum version for, uh, the mantra. But it says, uh, the angel number eight is a sign that infinite abundance and prosperity are available to you in all areas especially to help you accomplish your purpose which like it just like took me back for sure definitely put a little water in my eye um but the mantra for this week is uh abundance and prosperity are available to me in all areas especially to help me accomplish my purpose um amen amen so um continue to say that think about it write it down look at it whatever it is that you got to do um but we out here living abundantly amen 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 all right so let's close this out on that um email us 
you know, social stuff, listener support. Buy your tickets to the fucking live show. Come to the live show or what did I say last week? I'm getting my cousin Kai to beat you up. What's a better one this week? Come to the live show or I'm telling your mom that you have unprotected premarital sex. You know what? Bye.